Bed Bath & Beyond earnings are out tomorrow morning. To preview the report and take a look at the retail sector, let's bring in Ken Leon, Global Director of Industry and Equity Research, CFRA, and on the telephone, Christina Fernandez, Managing Director and Senior Research Analyst at Telsey Advisory Group. Thank you both for being with us. Ken, uh, we've seen Bed Bath & Beyond struggling over the last one month. As I said, the stock is down nearly 20%. I went through your note, you still have a buy rating on this one with a $40 target, um, and even talked about some of the things that are going well, that it can re regain momentum if they get their strategy right and their turnaround, their own brand, for example, and getting rid of the stores that are underperforming or don't really hit their demographic. Yeah, this is a courageous buy recommendation. And, you know, we're looking at a stock that is down, as noted. There's a 21% short interest. It used to be 60%. Turnarounds are never pretty, and sometimes they're choppy. Uh, but if this company can deliver $2 billion of revenue in this quarter tomorrow uh, and also drive uh, EBITDA, it's not going to be an earnings story. This is about uh, merchandising and a strategy to revamp these stores. They got a footprint of a thousand stores. Uh, so, you know, there's 20 analysts covering this stock. Most of them are probably tired and beat up of the story. But what I see is a new management, there's a transformation and there's a pivot to their private brands, which is gonna have financially wider margins. Uh, so I do think we're gonna get to 40 uh, over the next 12 months. And I think analysts may change from being so bearish on a franchise that still has phenomenal liquidity and over a billion dollars of cash. Right. Yeah, I, I like that you uh, obviously think this is one that you're going out on a limb for. It makes the story more fun, I'll tell you that. Christina, I went through your note as well. And as you talked about, um, you talked about it being a solid company and you were constructive on the stock overall but um, and the turnaround plan and its brands, which I just mentioned, eight eight of them, and that will obviously help the bottom line. What are you looking at as with this market perform on Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah, I think we agree with a lot of the things that Ken mentioned and, you know, the company is doing, the new management team is doing all the right things as far as fixing some of the mistakes that were done before, particularly with merchandising and the stores. Um, you know, tomorrow we're, we're going to be looking for uh, you know, for them to just continue to execute on, on the initiatives and the plan. Uh, home furnishings uh, continues to be a, uh, an area where consumers are spending more. So, you know, we look for, for sales to be growing. We're looking for a 3% comp and looking for operating margin expansion. It, you know, a lot of the initiatives are, are still early days. Like, you know, we did mention the eight private label brands that launched a couple of months ago. So, Want to, want to see how those are being received by the consumers. Also, there's, there's a big story model program, and it's, you know, they just started doing the first ones here in the first quarter. Um, so, so also reception to that. And then another area we're focused on is, um, is, is going to be uh, traffic. Uh, you know, their traffic to the stores, back to the stores, have been a little bit challenging. It was down 20% last quarter, so looking for sequential progression there. And, and also, you know, a big topic here in retail and is sort of, you know, supply chain and are there any incremental pressures we should um, foresee for the back half, uh, just given container costs and, and getting right. all the goods into the U.S. It's, it's more, you know, it has become much more difficult since they last reported. 
Yeah, and that's not just for furniture. It's for pretty much everything, as you noted, right? The container ships are waiting. Um, getting goods from point A to point B has become more expensive. Um, some of the things you also noted, Ken Leon, in, in your note were maybe a recession, right? Or consumer confidence dropping off. And that's not just for Bed Bath & Beyond. That would hit really the entire retail sector. How are you feeling about the sector? Are there other names that you have buys on that you are feeling positive on at this point? Oh, we do. And, and we certainly like Temper Sealy, Strong Buy, ticker TPX, and also RH, used to be Restoration Hardware. Mm-hmm. But one thing on Nicole on Bed Bath Beyond, they got a great CEO that they picked up from Target. Um, Mark Trenton came on October 2019. The management changes here is like lows two or three years ago. It takes time, but once you have management, you clean up your inventory management capabilities and you begin market up, marketing, you know, I think this is going to be a winner, Nicole, but you can hold me to it. Mm. Ah, all right, all right. And your thoughts, Christina, as we take a look at the broader picture, do you have any buys on anything? I know you have a market perform on Bed Bath & Beyond. Is there anything that you think really has some great potential here? Yeah, we've, we've had buys. We, we generally have been positive on the positive on the home furnishing sectors and have had buys on Arish um, and also on Williams-Sonoma. You know, both of them, you know, cater to a more affluent consumer that's in better shape and they're been benefiting from, um, you know, consumers spending more on, on furniture and really, um, and that, you know, could have a longer tail uh, if consumers have been moving to, you know, to bigger homes that shift from urban to suburban. And it just takes, you know, time after you buy a remodel at home to, to do home furnishings. They also have... Um, you know, pretty well. William Sonoma has a very high online penetration; it's around two thirds of the, their, their sales. So they've seen, you know, a shift um, with that, and that's more profitable. And then RH has, um, you know, a, a still a lot of room to improve their stores. They've been expanding the assortment and are looking to launch international. So those are two stories we, we've liked and continue to like in the home furnishing space. Right, and uh, as you, you know, it's funny that you both picked Restoration Hardware, RH as a name that has potential to the upside. We also had Warby Parker, which sells eyeglasses, come out today with a, right, had an opening for trading and was looking like it was higher at one point. I think I saw it up about 30% plus. Um, if you expand your thoughts, Ken Leon, is there other areas within retail that you think, because um, Restoration Hardware and Bed Bath & Beyond are mo- mostly in home goods and furnishings, do you cover some other areas as well, or is that really your beat? Well, I do. I cover broadly the housing ecosystem. So especially for a nervous equity market today and looking at large cap holdings in your portfolio, uh, we still see core positions with buys on both Home Depot and Lowe's. You can't go wrong. And they just have enormous uh, marketing power. Some of the, the top two of the top 10 retailers has to be those two names. Home Depot and Lowe's. I love it. And Home Depot has had such a run. Uh, Let me check it. I haven't checked it lately, but I know it's been incredible. Um, It's not too far off its highs of 345. Do you know your price target offhand, Ken? But um, it's I will say it's near the highs of the year and year to date. It's up about 25 percent. But you think it has some upside, huh? There is upside. And uh, I don't have it off the top of my head. That's fine. That's fine. I think Home Depot and Lowe's are, are really exciting because they go with the home demand story overall. Final thought, Christina, quickly. 
Yes, yeah, so I, you know the home furnishing space, the ones I mentioned, William Cinema RH. I also do cover the the athletic space, and, and you know that space near term is seeing some pressure from uh, from inventory shortages coming out of Vietnam. But longer term, you know, we continue to like, you know, several of the of the sporting goods brands, whether it's Nike or Adidas, and also sporting goods retailers like Big Sporting Goods that have benefited from. Uh, you know, from consumers just spending more time uh, for refocusing on health and wellness and also spending more time outdoors. So, um, so that those are some of the things, uh, you know, we've been positive on. Right. And you've seen people got running to Dix and Nike as well. Both great names there. Um, all three. Thank you so much, Ken and Christina. Nice conversation. Ken Leon, Global Director of Industry, and Christina um, over at CFRA. And Christina Fernandez of Chelsea Advisory. Thank you both.